right. right now. Like I'm just saying, man. Like you know, once you have babies, man. Like that's. I mean, once you have grandkids, baby city is over with. I'm not dealing yeah. with it no more. It's over with. Like have your nah, grandkid being older than your kid. That's back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you remember uh, when we used to have little cut, um, <laughs> little, little cousins and shit like that, and they have little new nieces and nephews. Like, oh yeah, that's my. No, wait, well, hold on. And you the what? Uncle. The outside. <laughs> That's my nephew. Wait, is your nephew older than you? All right, we gonna go ahead. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> you heard? Nah, I'm not doing that no more. So yeah, shout out right. to all my babies. I can't wait to see them. I, I finally get my travel pass next month. My PO says she's gonna give it to me. So I'm I'm, 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 I'm good. good. I'm blessed, man. Word, man. Word. Yeah. You doing it, Chris. You doing Thank it. You. I appreciate you, Queen. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of you, man. Thank you, my brother. You know, you know, it took a little minute for me to get here, you know, my shit, you know, but Sometimes that jail time sit your ass down and make you think about life like, yo, hold on. This is where I really want to be? Nah. Yeah. Not at all. 100%. Especially at my age. Mm-hmm. 100%, man. There's some people that don't figure it out, man, at all. Like, there's people that's older than you that still didn't figure it out. So it's a blessing, man. Like, I'm glad. I'm proud to see that you done figured it out at this time because people don't figure it out until they're gone sometimes, man. They go that's back a- and back until they doing life. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and one, that's one thing about me is like you know I I want to make sure that I'm here to see my kids and see my grandkids you know what I'm saying and just and live your life exactly Queen you know live my life like just mm-hmm. you know, I got too much work left mm-hmm. here on this earth for me to do and it ain't, ain't in there it ain't gonna end there it ain't gonna end over exactly. there huh? Not congratulations at all. that's awesome so you'll be able to travel uh-huh. and do the things you need to do so. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I was just telling them too, you know, next week um we'll make 150 days of me being um sober clean with no alcohol too. So you know, just wow. that's good. Yeah, I'm just I'm that's just good. once one day that's at a time, you know. Yeah, that's just good. Man. Congratulations. Thank you, I brother. Need some Thank of that you, brother. energy to for me. <laughs> I'm crying. Nah, that's it's a that's fact though. Inspiring. It's inspiring, definitely, man. Yes. I told you I stopped I stopped smoking weed like three months ago. So I'm still oh, yeah? pushing on that right now, too. Facts. Facts, man. I've been working out. I've been mm-hmm. getting to it right now, man. I get focus. Like focus is like at an old time high. Like, I'm a smoke more patient. Good looking. I appreciate it, man. Smoke one for you. Congratulations. I can't even front though, right. like my ass, like, um, see, that's the, I am clean on alcohol, but occasionally you do, I do take a little puff puff every once in a while, you know, my PO right. said I could do it cause I got my medical card, so I'm right. good. Oh, that's you know what I'm saying? So at least I'm keeping it clean right. with that, you know? But yeah, what's going on, CPE gang? Welcome back to another episode of the CPE Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Chief Chris, a.k.a. The Creative Chaos, a.k.a. Mr. I Don't Give a Fuck, a.k.a. The Bronx Bushido, you know? And I'm, as usual, you know, I'm always joined by my brother, Jay, but today he couldn't be here. He had to take care of little father duties and everything like that. But I want to welcome you guys. I want, I want this guy to welcome himself. You know, he is the newest member to the CPE podcast. He's one of my new co-hosts. So, Spook, take it away. Introduce yourself, baby. Going on, y'all? This your boy, Money Spooks. I'm from the X. Chris is my, like, best friend for 30 years plus right now. I, I said this the last time. He knew us, He knew me as long as my mom's knew me damn near. You get what I'm saying? And that's crazy. But 
It's like that. That's family right here, man. And I'm glad to be here. Happy to be here. Good looking, see? For yeah, real, man. I'm, I'm glad that you finally decided to join me, my brother. Um, You know, I've been I've been doing this thing for years now, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I'm actually starting to get more active with it and just, you know, enjoy this journey. Because uh, last part I was doing, you know, I wasn't really too satisfied with things. But now that I'm doing it now with my, 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 my friend Jordan, you know, who's not here right now. And now I got my brother here with me. So, you know, it's going to make this experience even more fun for me, you know? But today, today, a very, very, very special episode. You know what I'm saying? I got my homegirl, little Body T, right here, representing her gang. You know what I'm saying? Now so, Yo, so go now ahead, take it away, gang, and let them know who y'all be. It's your girl, little Body T, and as always, I'm just happy to be here. My co-hosts are in the building with me. What's up, y'all? Yes, it's me. You already know now this podcast. <laughs> You already know this your boy Sean, aka Go Boy Promo. I mean, we here. I mean, now it is. Yes, you know what I mean? Now this in the CPE, we going we a little mashup, little collab episode. You heard? Yes. So, Thanks for having us. Nah, T, you know, All we've right. been talking for a while now, you know, and we've been wanting to, I've been wanting to have this to happen, you know, for a while now, you know, and sometimes the timing, it doesn't line up at the right exact moment, but. Everything happens for the right reasons at the right time. That's what I always think and um, say to myself. So, you know, I'm just blessed that you guys are able to join us today. You know, um, we got two beautiful queens in the building. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to keep that trend going on for uh, National Empowerment Women Month, you know. So I've been wanting to have women guests on every week. So I had one last week, you know, and I had to keep the trend going on today for um for this episode. So, you Amazing. know, of course... We are joined by Sean, their um their co-host also, you know what I'm saying? So it's another brother. Yo, bro, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, I ain't no Quinn. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> he said, he said, hold on. He said, wait one second. There is another man in here. Good brother. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? My name's Sean. Yeah, man. My name is Sean, not Sean Tay. <laughs> not the real Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but hold on. Let me just hit this. Let me just hit this little intro that I always like to hit for the, real quick. So this is where how I started off. You dance if you about. do. You can't please everybody. When I learned I can't please everybody, Surprise. my life was great. I don't yeah. care what you think about me. Yeah, you was. Get out of here. Suck my dick. I don't care. No homo. I don't give a fuck. Because you can't let the world di di dictate who you are. And that's a fact. That's why we are the CPE podcast. Please everybody. You heard I don't aim to please everybody. Excuse my camera. I always do this dumb shit every time I start to share. It'll clear up soon. Then it jump back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it puts okay. me in the matrix real quick, you know? But as I said before, you know, I always like to start the part off with a little bit of music and everything like that. So here we go. So I'm going to set the tone for today. Yeah. And three, two... Oh, there we go. See, I believe in money, power, and respect. First you get the money, then you get the motherfucking power. After you get the fucking power, motherfuckers rule with respect. You money, power, respect. We like money, power, New York, we here. Little Cam. Eating right. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I need a body to ride hey. hey. Twice in the store, might make you do it tomorrow. You try to win hard. And I ain't done. I ain't done with them yet. Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I see where we going with see, this now. You see where I'm going? You see where I'm going? Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, your boy. Tell them it's August, I'm going to November. I need a couple birds, get abroad, have 
Please. See where y'all going. I see where you're going with this right now. Now this is that bomb diggy 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 dang the guns with the killer nigga. You think about harming Cowboys corrupted. He's the wrong vibe or the fucker. Labeled and known as a young pot to the public and me. You been cracking the flesh. I'm the last of the best. One word to describe me, spectacular. Stay calm, shorty, when you step on 40. I pop it slow, you rock and roll like Bon Jovi. So don't fool with the click. Don't fool with the dip. You will die, you will lie in a pool full of shit. When that gun with the flipping, start dumping and ripping. At your head, y'all some dead son of a bitch. Give a chick hard, freaking bubble gum. I give a chick a hard, freaking bubble gum. Like here, take that, take that. Hey! Uh, you know this. Swollen. Swollen. 
that blank check right there. Yeah, Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Balling over here, baby. Right. Yo, I ain't gonna go. Uh, Jim, Jim Jones, Jim Jones, kind of like the uh, when they come to them ad libs, game million. I ain't gonna front. Nah, that's he a took fact. over that shit. Nah, that's <laughs> a fact. That's his ad lib game crazy. Who created ad libs? That's a good question. I don't. I know. might give it to like Flavor Flavor, one of them dudes. That you know what? You probably right about That's that. That's good. You know what I mean? Like fifty years um, of hip hop, you took it back. You know what I'm saying like Flav. You know the, the another nigga who got lit off for of Adlibs was Freaky Todd from the Gee? Lost Boys. God bless the dead. Facts. Yeah. yeah. God God bless the dead. Ah, rah. Nah, that's ah, a fact. Nah, we do. Yeah. Exactly. So he did nothing but ad libs. So it's a few. You know the ad libs don't go back far. Yeah, man. You gotta even go I'm back to Biz Markie days. You know, say Biz, Dougie <laughs> Fresh. Too. You know, um, ad libs is to me is like one of the things that really transcended and and, and, and took uh the hip hop to another level. You know, like it mm -hmm. is it's, it's something about hip hop to me that just when you have ad libs, when you have dope ad libs. It really, really, it stands out in the song. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Sometimes it stands out more than the lyrics. That's a fact, fact. though. You know, it's kind of shit to say though. Also, yeah, and I think also with ad libs, it also um gives that artist a distinct sound. So when anytime somebody hears a song, even if they don't know the song or familiar with it, once they hear that particular sound, they know, oh, this is this artist, this is that artist, just by something they. That's like they catchphrase or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, question: I got a question for you guys. Who do you think has the most catchiest ad lib right now in the game? Well, I would say for me, um, the Migos. They had like a distinct sound, like in, in, as far as like current mm -hmm. um, artists. I would say like they they have a lot of catchy sounds that they make, even. Stuff they did not necessarily saying, just little sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say like Migos, um, and rap right now. Okay, all right. <laughs> Don't, yeah, them sounds like that. Right, all right, right. You know, rest in peace to take off too, man. Oh, oh man, RIP to the Migos too, man, because it's over for them now. They're not even Migos no more. I heard, man. Yeah, that's a because fact. Quavo, let it go. Hopefully, I mean, time heal all wounds. That's a fact. Hopefully, too. man, word because they was they made good music with each other, man. Well, I, I really did like family. that Uncle Few chemistry. Um, album. The only built for that's just like with TLC. Once so, you lose a person that holds um so much um like one of the major stakeholders in the group, 
it's mm -hmm. hard to continue because even with TLC, they've done other projects, but it do still doesn't land as well because there's something missing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. even if they still continue to do things as Migos, it's still not the Migos. Yeah. It's right. just going to yeah. be Quavo and um, Offset. Mm -hmm. So they may be able to create songs, but it's not going to be the same. Mm. Yeah, that's sad. T, T Sean, what about you? Who you think has some some of the most catchiest um ad libs in the game right now? Um, yeah. Oh, you said who me? Both of you guys, either one. Um, right now, probably get yeah, like she said, the Migos. All that, Mama. You see the first thing? Mama. <laughs> I mean, um, who else? Um. I think French was up there for a long time with the hand. But mm. that comes from the Yin Yang twins. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. I can't really like, you know, get that toy on me. Hand. That's my man with the little hand. I do that. Yeah, no, no, you're uh -huh. right. You're right. I, I I never even put the oh, correlation together like that, but you're yeah. actually absolutely right. That's who that's who really originated that. So the, the most catchiest John in the world is what? Little John. Little John. I can't get, I, I'm i not into this today's music. So I'm like old school. Like I like everything Shaw say. I ain't go cap. Because all this new stuff, I don't be into. I don't be entertained. Oh, that's <laughs> oh right now it's bow. That is in every true. song. Drill. That's a fact. Yes. That's a fact. Yes. Smoke it all. But that's the ad lib? Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's the ad lib. That's how they start the song. That's true. Shit, that, that majority of the time, that be the song. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I'm going to go with that. Because that's the one. Oh, nah. I you know, Frank, the AAA. Who else? The AAA. 5 yo AAA. Oh, yeah, the AAA. Right, right. Um, what you say, Spook? I'm about to say, you know who else up there? I think, I think Jeezy too, man. Jeezy has some ad libs. Oh, I'm bugging. Boy, yeah. Jeezy. Yeah. 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 Nah, but the year yeah. come from Freeway, though. The year come from Freeway. That's a fact. See? It's Sean knowing everybody. That's crazy. Okay. He know that. Sean, Sean, you, you in the game like that, huh? That's a fact. I'm a hip-hop I'm a hip hop historian, bro. Like, that's that. cool. Okay. 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 Nah, that's good. I like that's that. That's good shit, though. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, since we talking about hip-hop historians and stuff like that, um, and you seen where I was going with the intro and everything, first thing I wanted to get to tonight, you know, is that your boy Jim Jones is out here wilding right now talking about he want a rematch in the versus versus the locks. Um, I want to know, first of all, did everybody see the first matchup? Yeah. I'm about to say, who didn't see it? That's <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Nah, that's a fact, though. That was something that was a staple in hip-hop culture. That's fact. history. For sure, yeah. you know, especially um being New Yorkers, you know, um, and it, the fact that it was done in MSG, you know what I'm saying? The world's most famous arena. Um, I just felt like that, 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 that matchup is like one of the most legendary ones in the whole entire versus catalog that they have right now. Um, not only just because of the, the arena where it was located at the artist that was there, it gave us so many different meme moments. It gave us so many different, like, you know, um, 
took us back from the 90s to the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. want, so let me ask you guys a question, and I want everybody, I'm gonna go around the board with this real quick. The first matchup that we had with the locks and dipset, right? Who was you originally rooting for? And be honest, we'll start with you, T. Who was you originally rooting dipset. for? Okay, okay. Sean, what about you? Me, me knowing better, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good answer, I'm good saying, answer. Me knowing better, I didn't really know. Cause like I fucked the both of them because like they both raised me at the time when I was young and running around the street. I was listening to that shit every morning. So it's mm -hmm. like damn. I just but you know they won because they was more prepared. You could tell the chemistry was there, you know. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mimi, what about you? Who was you originally going um, for? I'm gonna go with Dipset. Um, because I've worked with Kim, my uncle produced for um Dipset, mm -hmm. my friend, my childhood friends um mm -hmm. produce um for Kim and um I, I I like Sean said both, but I I work with Kim, so I'm dipset. Okay, all right. And and Spook, who was you originally going for in this battle? It's crazy because um Jim Jones had on my cousin shirt, EJ three sixty five, you know. RP to him, man. He passed away, but I was going for I would have went for um lots, but they was rapping EJ, so I had I had no choice but to go for for, for Harlem, man. Straight like the that. Whole team. Facts, big facts. Like I respect word. it. I respect it. See now the thing about it for me is that originally I was caught down the middle. I like right. locks and I like dipset. But originally, I was kind of leaning more towards lock. I mean, to towards Dipset because I felt like they were their 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 music was a little bit more present and, and and more like at least in the times that was happening, right? As opposed to the locks, their 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 music is like kind of dated from the '90s, right? Yeah. Not taken away from the right. fact that they have classic hits, right? But that's who originally <laughs> I was riding with. Yeah, but you know what's crazy though, right? But mm -hmm. even with that, right? I was like Dipset could if. If Cam, if they'd have let Cam lead the way, because Cam got to remember, Cam was out first. Cam got the most hits than everybody. Mm -hmm. Nah, I mean, like it's certain joints. Even when when the locks play, fuck you. Cam got a song called "Fuck." He brought out his "Fuck Back. You" first. He could have <sighs> rebutted with his "Fuck You." Fuck you. Nah, I mean, like so. That's it's four to one right now. We got we got four dip sets, one locks. <laughs> no, that was my original. That was my original stance. But after 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 three rounds of the first matchup, I quickly was like, "Wait, hold on, what's going on here?" What's you switch sides? Nah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, I was, I was set tripping. <laughs> I was set tripping on them real quick. I was like, "Wait, hold on, I think Locks got this." And the, as the performance kept going on, Jada reassured. No, nah, I did. I ain't going to lie. Cheat. I cheated. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I said Kiss, kiss cheated. Oh, kiss oh yeah. Cheated kiss like kiss cheated. Bro, Kiss yeah. had the whole fuck. Yo, listen. That nigga had the cheat code on lock. But that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I couldn't just go for the locks just because I personally like Kiss outside mm -hmm. of the locks. That's biased. When I'm looking in a group setting and the group songs, they had more. You know, D-Block and Abby, Where We Go, which was a real hit. Mm -hmm. But overall, Dipset had the more hits. They had more numbers, honestly. See, but look, right? See, but look, right? See, with me, but me saying I know better is I used to listen to Clue 
mm-hmm. all these mixtapes. So okay. I know songs that could come out. Okay. All these all Styles P Gangsta Gentleman album, Styles P, I get high. Crazy. All them joints. Nah, I mean, like I know even Sheik, Sheik got joints. Everybody, be he does, on. he definitely does. Even the love was crazy. That the whole love. walk with me, remember that that whole walk with me phase. That, yeah, yeah, fa- shit. The, the, the title, the title song itself, "Walk with Me," that was one of my favorite joints off of that "Walk with Me" project. You know, um. Yeah. Shit, I mean, just just like you said, you know, each one of them all had their own solo joint careers, you know. But I, I honestly, I just felt like because Dip said they had, I, I think they had um more hits as a group, but then they, I felt like they had more hits solo too because even though we all know Sheik has like a good three or four in a clip, you know, what I'm saying solo joints, I felt like Joel's he got some joints, like he got some bangers, like the mic check one two one two, you heard like. The Joel Santana joints, like he he got some some bangers. So I was like thinking that maybe that theirs was gonna, but you know what happened? The locks came prepared. That's yeah. what happened. Overall, yeah. this Sean said yeah. that. Yeah. They came yeah. prepared, and and, and their, their camaraderie on the stage it showed. Absolutely. You know, um, same thing like what Sean was just saying. You know, um, I just feel like also because Dipset doesn't really tour together as a group. You feel me? Nope. But because the they had does. division, they had division inside the group. So mm-hmm. we saw yeah. on stage, and I think, and I'm being honest, Mimi, I know you probably won't say anything to this because you deal with them, and I respect that. But the honest opinion is once Cameron actually put his foot inside of she, no, was it she? Styles, or, oh, Styles. Styles, sorry, Styles, not she, she gives the dog to him. Once he put his foot inside of Styles, the entire... Of course, it was funny and it was like, you know, combative, but the crowd kind of wavered and that kind of lost some points in the battle because it's like, you're doing this, like, what was the point? So that kind of threw everybody... Yeah, that kind of threw everybody off. That move right there alone pushed everybody to the locks. But what you know was they kept it moving. Even even Joel's was doing clown shit a little bit though. I ain't gonna lie. Joel's was doing too much. They was playing WWE, man. They was doing too much wrestling matches. It looked like it looked fake, like too mm-hmm. fake. Like it was supposed to be it was supposed to be better. Anger. No self-control. Yeah. I will say this though, I do appreciate how at the end the camaraderie came back. They apologized, they showed each other together. I do think that was very big of them. But mm-hmm. I think Jim overall, I'ma just say I think. I love Jim. I like Jim. I've actually met Jim in person. I think that he needs to just go ahead and move on with this new LP he got and push that. No rematch is done. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Jim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. No, 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 no. I want to listen to you. No, yeah. I was gonna say, like, with both groups, um, they still record. Like everybody within both groups, they are still making music, whether we know about it or not. So both groups have longevity. Both groups have um, people that are diehard fans that have been following them since the beginning of the, their career mm-hmm. to this point right now. In addition to um, the trends, they're like trendsetters mm-hmm. um, with the style and the fashion and things like that. And also having um, seeing them on reality TV shows. So that introduces mm-hmm. younger um, viewers into who they are. So even with mm-hmm. the things that have happened on, on at the verses, 
um, personally, they are friends in real life. Yeah. They are friends in real life. That's the good part. That's the good part. They are friends in real life. So and that right. lets everybody know. Yeah, people, yeah, that see, they like, oh, well, this is what. No, they was mad at this. Which you can see, like, okay, now you you looking like you getting mad because you're not winning or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a friend. They call them and they talk to them and they have a relationship. So, um, I feel like it could have turned differently had they like went on tour immediately after that. You know what I mean? That's uh-huh. what I was really expecting to happen. Did. They um also mentioned like even after that, they're both. Um, size Dipset and the locks, a lot of their music started to stream more because mm-hmm. now we in this digital world, people are like, oh, what's that song that they sing? Let me look it up. So it was a money making opportunity for both of them. Mm-hmm. So nice. like this was a, a it was a big moment for hip hop, and um, both both the locks and Dipset um, were able to capitalize off of that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Shit, not just hip hop in general, but just uh for New York itself too. You know, just the hometown teams like like you know like you said um well, after the verses both of their catalogs skyrocketed back up you know um you had some guys like like Kiss and um and, and, and Jim they landed right back into the top 10 spots in Apple yep. you know that so, uh-huh. so and, and, and it also is like you said because we are we're a little older than a lot of these younger kids you know what I'm saying and um when you when you when we grew up in this era from the 90s to the 2000s, like we lived through all of that. Like, you know, we was outside when the shit was really going on, you know? A lot of these kids, they never heard of fuck you. They never heard all about the Benjamins. They never right. heard that money, power, respect. Right. You know, but they do they do know bowling, you know what I'm saying? They do know that yes. song, you know? they. So that's why I felt though, like... They don't know even with Cam. They don't know Cam Ron 357. That's a fact. They don't really know horse and carriage. They don't know the joint pull it. Ah. They don't know the pull it joint with him and DMX. Mm-hmm. Like Cam got some joints that could have shut shit down. Like shit from mixtapes and they just didn't prepare, bro. That's what happened. If they'd have prepared more and everybody, if they'd have put songs together and everybody had their own set, a song. Like when Kiss was doing solos, Cam should have did some shit. Cause him and Cam from the same era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So every time kids did some solo shit, Cam should have brung out one of his bangers. He got let me know. Like I fuck this. I listen to all all camp. Like that shit. I, I was like, damn, but you know, a rematch <laughs> though. Just leave it be, man. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I think Jim Jones really got some new heat though. Jim Jones, the shit for um what was that? What who mixtape is this? This is the one where he did the Damn, what's this dude name? What's the um? Damn, man, Jim Jones got some new shit. Lap around, lap around the sun, and he got the shit called um Barry White. He got damn, what, what album is that? What mixtape is that? The new joint with him and Hitmaker. He got the album out now with him and Hitmaker. Yeah, um, which is all back in my prom. Yeah, you got yeah, the joint. Yeah. Um, to the joint today. The stat was it um status update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But look, see, that's the problem right there. They, they that's why they can't mesh. You know, you sit there sitting there taking, you know, he's like me and Ken on see eye to eye, yada yada, on songs and stuff. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Quiet is kept, man. Um, when 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 Cam Mall passed away, they was even saying that Jim Jones didn't even pull up. They said that they was out in Miami or something like that. Am I? No, I was at um Cameron's mother funeral and he was there. 
Oh, he right. pulled up so in he, like before before everybody there. else came. Yeah, I was clear. there. He was there. Okay. Jim okay. Jones was there. He know... probably left and did something after, but Jim Jim Type was there. Shit. Yeah. Because right, they said they said that he. Oh, they both support each other. Yeah. They huh? brothers at the end of the day, he got them out of yeah, five no. weeks. He got he was there. Freaky was there. Like they have um, brotherly Spinky love. There a lot. Like his, those are his brothers. They were there. Mm -hmm. Like they I have brotherly so love. People, so people was talking crazy then, because it's crazy. Because I I know people that was over there too, and um, they was like that. They got there later on, but unless Jim Jones was there early, but I heard that they had like an album release party. Him and Joel Santana they had to go to Miami or something like that. Oh yeah, probably later on, but that that I, I know the funeral started early. Um yeah. but he was definitely there. He was there. So he may have flew out in the evening, but Jim Jones was right. there. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah. And you know yeah. what the problem is too though? Just because somebody ain't on the internet showing what he at or showing what they go through, don't mean they're not going through something like exactly. Like you yes, don't have to be on the internet like all that I don't right. know. People are weird. And to add to what yeah. Sean said, these are real life situations that are mm. not meant for the internet. So they didn't have to post to the internet that they were there. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because right. some right. things are intimate. You get what I'm saying? If you was there from 100%. the start to the end, then you saw them. But maybe they came, they was with their brother from before. They was with him during the beginning and a, a certain amount of time. But he also understands business still has to run. But we're here. Yeah, so yeah. I do get that. We don't have to broadcast everything. Because Cam yeah, said it yeah, himself. He you said it himself. Look, look, what you said, T? I was just going to say Cam said it himself. Look how long it took for him to even post to the internet that his mom had passed. Yeah. <clears throat> And it's also I disrespectful. You let people be like, oh, let me post a funeral program to show I was here. I hate no, that. that's this is a private moment. This is a private yeah, moment. To be like, yeah, look, look at me. Like, this is not about you. It's about supporting someone. That is a major loss. No, you know, we have to be like this world that we live in right now is so insensitive to real life things that matter to mm. people that years ago would have never been on public display. Like, this is not for everybody. Like, now we just in a world where everything got to be recorded, it has to be filmed. Look at this. Look, look, look. And that is a moment that should not be broadcasted. Even in your own family, you tell people, listen, don't take pictures. Yeah. Don't take right. pictures of so-and-so. You take pictures with your family, of course, after. But nobody's coming to this that type of occasion and be like, hey, everybody. No. Right. You Good know, morning. it's funny, it's funny, sorry to cut you off, Queen, but it's funny what you were saying, right? It's the same thing I was just saying a couple of episodes back um, when I was talking about, like, the fact that, you know, um, whenever we have somebody in, in, in a hip-hop culture, or just in general that they die, you know, and this is going back to P&B Rock, you know, when he had, when he was murdered, you know? The first thing that, that someone wanted to do is, instead of calling the cops and trying to get this man some kind of help, they want to, oh, shit! Let me record this, you know, the shock value for things. Oh, I was the first one to say that's my footage right there that they're, they're airing, you know what I'm saying? And it's so insensitive and it's so fucked up because this is what the, the, the children nowadays, this is what this generation is programmed to think that this is the move uh -huh. and this is not the move. You know? But I, I will say to that, that I feel like we're coming back around to some type of 
um, understanding and putting things back into place in 2023. I do feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's slow, but I do feel like people are starting to see more like, okay, what's for social media and what's not. Mm-hmm. It's slow, but yeah. I feel like we're moving back into that era. Yeah. Nah, as long as it's likes and comments and views, people going to be putting the nonsense. Cloud chases. Cloud yeah. chases. It's crazy. I see I that. Even, I... No, you go ahead, Scoop. Right. No, I was about to say, it's crazy because I, did, I didn't even see, I ain't seen nobody posted on um on Instagram neither. I don't think I've seen anybody posted um his mom's funeral on Instagram. I just know that um, what was I about to say, they had said, you know, it's crazy because it's, that's why you really can't listen to a lot of people, man. You can't really, people be drunk, people be under the influence, there be so much shit going on, like to the point people just be talking out of their ass. Mm-hmm. Believe half of what you see and none of what you hear, bro. What you hear, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. I was going to just say, I say that to say, like, so many people have access to just upload any and everything now. So my right. reasoning behind what I'm seeing and saying, we coming back into a time that everything is not going to be posted. You're going to have... uh sites like Patreon where you have to pay for certain things. Mm-hmm. You're going to have subscribers. There's you um Instagram is not paying for reels anymore. So this is why I'm saying what I'm saying. So also to add on to what I'm saying, what you just said, Spook, you have these older people who have to set the tone. So if the older people are coming in and they're no longer posting certain things, the younger people are going to say, okay, everything is not meant. Yeah, you still have the young people who were caught up the last three years thinking you could get lit so quick off of a mm-hmm. clickbait. But now the tone is being set. I'm not saying it's going to mm-hmm. happen overnight, but trust me, within 2024, Instagram is no longer allowing you to get paid for reels. You have all these other platforms. Even on Instagram, they have something called subscribe. Mm-hmm. So in order yeah, to get certain now. content, you have to subscribe and pay for that. So everything that's just clickbait is just going to be BS and everybody right. is going to be posting it, but the real tea you're going to have to pay for. We're going into a certain type of time. And anything that's personal and intimate and private, you're not even going to see because the older people are starting to set the tone. The influencers, not just the older people, the older influencers. Influencers, facts, facts. So, so that's so why I said Are you I telling said. me that IG is turning to OnlyFans? I'm not saying that. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> nah, shit, but shit no, look like it. But you know what's crazy, though? No funny shit. Um, sorry for curse, whatever. Um, no, go ahead, brother. Twitter. You go on Twitter. Twitter is loose. Like, Where Twitter. Baby, see, I, put, I bought you some food, right? Like, Twitter, like, Twitter be having a non, but but you know, but that if you really want to go, but Twitter is where the celebrities <laughs> let loose, though. They ain't on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, the most they do. It's like, you know, post a picture, look cute on Instagram, but up on Twitter, though, mm-hmm. that's where they argue. They be wilding. I be like, yo, Twitter oh, is yeah. like... Nah, t- I, I like Twitter. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I, I like, I like toxic shit. I mean, I am I, called the creator of chaos for a reason. I'm you know? crying. Twitter is where you find everything at, though. <laughs> Twitter is like the shit that, that, that you get flagged for on Instagram and Facebook is on Twitter. Bro, hey, I ain't gonna, gonna hold you. Twitter. The other night, I was laying in the bed and I just scrolled down the Twitter feeds and got, landed on this porn site from Twitter. I was like, Nigga, <laughs> I was like, yo, I was I'm like, out. hold up, hold on, not, not, 
Nah, nigga. Honestly I'm... speaking, I sent Mimi a picture of Sukihana. I've been following Sukihana since she started, since she was 5'5 and her throat was 6'6. Six, six. I've been <laughs> a fan, okay? <laughs> That's how long I've had it in with her. I've seen her change her body. And last week, a week or so ago, Mimi, right, she posted a full, she posted before, like, a straight picture of her breast and her 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 bottom, uh, her private, but it was far back. So you didn't know if it was like a silhouette, if it was like see-through. But this particular picture last week and a half on Twitter, she posted her little private part and you could just see. She posted yes. the pool pool. Yes, and you could see it clear and people were picking on her saying it was very small. But this is what they do on Twitter. But they want you to, they want this to look like pastrami. <laughs> Type shit. Type yeah. shit. Yeah. That's what like, she said, Sean. That's what she said. Fine. Like, what you want, Coochie? To, that's a pretty Coochie. The nice yeah. looking. Yeah. But I don't want this shit to be looking like this. Mm-hmm. That's, what they, that's what she Your said. Your lips look like it was crying. all in the fucking car wreck and shit. And like, and she, cap- she captioned it, and the caption said, Buy my poster. That thing threw me back to little Kim when little Kim dropped low right. with the bread and had her thing open, but she didn't have it revealed. This girl, t- she said, I am the little Kim of my generation. Baby, I said, Suki, I don't know. I got to I gotta figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what they would say, Sean. You a boy, Sean. Suki with the good cookie. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, was- so like, people are getting paid for it. So now it's just like you doing it Mm-hmm. I love the confidence that women have, right, in themselves now. But then when does confidence go out the window when you're willing to expose certain things? And if that's just who you are, that's who you are, right? But you posted it on the you're not getting paid for that. So, well, make, so make sure you caption. subscribe to my OnlyFans then. She has the OnlyFans and she said and everything that. Is on she said and on Twitter, she said, I have the OnlyFans and I do whatever on my OnlyFans. If you subscribe, you will see you'll that see. this is me. She said, I do everything. And like I said, with the caption, she said, buy my poster. I was like, at this point, nobody could buy the poster. They could just screenshot this picture, go shit. and blow it up. Let me put this in my notes to look up Suki's OnlyFans. Hold on. But look, though, right? You know what's crazy? Like she said, somebody could screenshot and all that. What's crazy Mm -hmm. is somebody's going to actually go in and buy the poster. Somebody that really support her or something, they're really going to go and buy the actual poster and they want the original, authentic poster. They ain't going to, know what I mean? It's 7 billion people. People in this world, yeah. it's right. enough money to go around. People who a, genuinely want you to win are gonna support you. That's a fact. No matter that's what a, you do, I love what you just said. People who genuinely that's want you fact. to win, they're gonna support you. I, that is so true. That's true. So make so make sure y'all subscribe to my OnlyFans. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Listen, what I mean, you know, because um, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I paid for some OnlyFans before. I have. I've I've subscribed yeah, to somebody, nah, but you but you want to know, but you want you want to know how I did it though. Listen real quick. This is how I really did it. I went to Reddit first, and I seen it. I wanted to I'm about see to it. say I'm about to say I go on Reddit. 
I went to Reddit real quick to see if this shit. said go to Reddit. I wanted to see if the shit was valid. If the shit was valid when I went to Reddit, I said, all right, you could get the little $29.99 for a month. You know what I'm saying? Look, I got right you, queen. Imagine, imagine she being all sexy, like, yeah, subscribe to my OnlyFans. And you, you pay all that money and she reading the Bible. Nah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go see the stems first. I gotta go look at the, the features. You know what I'm saying? It, if 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 the shit is valid, I'm 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 like, you know what? You deserve the thirty dollars for the month, baby. Don't worry about it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Keep me entertained for the whole month, cause I I'll unsubscribe at the end of the month. You know, and I, and I make sure I hide them shits and all the other bookmarks I got, cause I you know I I'm I'm a very trusted guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You <laughs> make me hot. I, I know. Let me you show you. My girl, my girl listens to my shit every week. She be like, yo, what you see? Yo, you gonna stop talking about our sex life. I'm like, what you talking about, man? I don't be talking about shit. <laughs> yo, you stupid. Yo, but anyway, so yo, listen. Um, <laughs> I told, I tried to convince my girl let's do OnlyFans. And she said, we gonna have to wear like suits and shit because like we got kids. And I'm like, you know what? You right. Not, they gonna recognize my tattoos and shit. They gonna be like, yo, that's daddy right there. <laughs> yo, but look, man. But look, right, if you know you can make about, I ain't going to exaggerate the number, if you know you can make about 250000 a month, would you do OnlyFans with your partner? My nigga, I just said I was dead ass considering doing this shit. Now, if I know it's yeah. that type I'm of money, about everybody else. I'm that, that type of money is in there, I'm definitely doing it. Right. Yeah, but everybody, everybody else, I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Everybody. Don't get quiet now, ladies. Don't get quiet. I was trying to wait for y'all, but I just came out because y'all was too quiet. I'm not doing this, y'all. That's it. It's up. You know, nobody. Everybody, Mimi. Like, if if it was two hundred fifty thousand a month, you and your partner, you ain't got to show your face. Throw a mask on the sun, get crazy. Not uh, with the tattoos and everything, I just feel like with every you you going to see something that's gonna be like that's her. See me, no. I don't. I ain't got no but $250,000 a month is a lot of money. That's what I'm trying to say. Think That's about it. That's a lot of money. Hey, $50,000 a month is a lot it's of a money. Lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Spook, what about you? $250,000 is a lot of money. That's right. a quarter of a million dollars, girl. That's Shit. what I'm saying. Yeah. Million million That's life changing. You know you That's $3 million for the year. I was about to say, that's you had changing. that shit a quarterly for the year. That's $3 million. Yo, I'm busting up before a real nigga, baby. You better stop playing with me. Yeah. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm, crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead ass. I told my girl, like, yo, listen, baby, you know, we need to go ahead and get this OnlyFans popping. Like, you know, my girl, she's Mexican, so we could get the Lucha Libre mask on. You know what I'm saying? Like we can get a pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like I like Batman. I throw the Batman joint on, you know, real quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm black man. What's up, baby? You know, Batman in the building. Call me Batman. You know, had a real Jamaican flag right across my no, chest. No, but I ain't gonna front though. Two hundred fifty thousand a month, I definitely do it. I ain't gonna front. It's up. No it's up. Respectfully, respectfully. Make it up. It's up. Two hundred fifty a month. Call me HD. Can't judge you. Cause I'm gonna get promo and all the HD Hennessy dick. Call myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dick. why are you showing it right now? <laughs> you are showing it, Mimi. He is showing it. Right. That's all right yeah. though. Show it, show it. Oh. I need this content for this. All right, you you in the you in the safe space, I'm my brother. Fine. You in the safe space. We as sure. you can see, as you can tell, I'm, I'm unfiltered. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> now, Camilo, and you know. 
women gonna be like now, but in the back of their mind, like shit, they throw that mask on, baby, be a masquerade out this motherfucker. I mean, and even for uh -huh. I'm gonna keep it a whole billy stack with you, bro. Like for two fifty a month, I ain't even I'm not even coming with no mask on. You wanna see? You wanna know who it is? Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> he said it's me. Hello, hello. hello. I is him. That's me. Yeah, I is. Him. Exactly, especially if it's with the person you with, y'all getting paid the ah fuck that we lit. Right. Boom. We taking trips. Right. We mad fat. We gonna do this in the middle of the volcano. Hot and steamy for real, for real, nigga. <laughs> we going over here to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but listen, I got other things I want to talk to you guys about. Um, So recently, since we was just talking about how pictures and people take pictures and, and they post it immediately on the internet, right? Um, <clears throat> Recently, some photos came out with Young and May as she was in the barber getting her hair done up and everything. Once again, you know, getting the doobie right. Uh, some pictures came out and it alarmed some of her fans because they started to question whether or not if Young and May is in a great space, especially when it comes to her addictions with um, alcohol or whatever kinds of drugs that she has. You know, so um, first, first things first, I have a question for you guys. Have any of you guys ever battled any kind of addiction before? Mm, that's good. Um, I honestly think I was battling alcohol addiction after um my grandmother passed in 2017 okay. and I didn't realize what I was doing until something happened and it was like oh you really gotta snap out of it I don't mm -hmm. want to say what happened mm -hmm. but okay. I was I was in 2017 to about 2018 I was actually drinking every day every day because I thought that was helping ease the pain, not knowing it was creating more pain. Mm -hmm. So I will honestly say, yeah, I was until something happened and it made me step back and be like, okay, let's, let's, let's chill for a second. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just drink. I drink when I want to drink now <clears throat> versus every day. Versus the need of feeling you had to drink. Yeah. Thinking it was, easing the pain it was hurting me it was not helping mm -hmm. so now that's why you'll see me drink a whole lot of water like for the years prior like i know it don't really make up but it's like nah let me fix that gotta keep the kidney right no and, and it's never too late to make sure you and to take care of your body queen so no right. yeah don't think that you, yeah. you, you you're doing it late like no no, no. Especially, especially when as you get older, you start to you want to take care of your body. Because, exactly. You know, like I like I said the other day, you know, I had got to a, a altercation at work, you know, and I was ready to punch the guy in the face. I was like, but I gotta really think about it because bones don't heal the way they used to. Him, I ain't trying to break my hand. <laughs> I mean, but um, anybody else um who wants to go next? Have you ever battled um an addiction before? And he's um, not just talking about substance abuse. Yeah, it could yeah, be, yeah, it could be any speak. kind of addiction. Like, like so cosmetics. Mine would probably be like cigarettes. Okay. Nah, man, I like bogey. one time bogey. Nah, man. But I, I ain't smoking like almost ten years. Now. It's been like eight years since I smoked a cigarette. But I could really congratulations. Like, yeah, nah, man. I still but, battle that one, Sean. Yeah, but at the time though, I probably smoked like two packs a day or something. Don't don't let me be drinking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You smoke even more, you know what I mean? Like, so, 
with that, I I never said I was addicted. Well, I could say like yeah, I use we as a a way to escape or whatever. But I, I say I'm not addicted to it because I could stop. Like if I know I got something to do, I'm doing some. I will not smoke. I won't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? So that's why I never put like weed and alcohol in the same shit. Cause I could just be like, man, I ain't drinking for five months and will not drink. Know what I mean, so I never mm-hmm. put that there. But them cigarettes, I used to have to wake up, go to sleep after I eat, take a shit. Know what I mean, everything, smoke a cigarette. Know what I mean, so nah, facts. Well, that was that was that was the addiction. I ain't crazy. Bro. And women. I was about to say that. That's what I was about to say. My addiction, my addiction was that. That was my problem, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like that shit, like yo, I didn't I didn't stop having sex for like a good six months just to get back to myself. I done created a whole bunch of soul ties. I done I done I done broke out of that. I done broke out of old bad habits. I done, I I was addicted to weed at one point. I straight grab all day. I got Brooklyn friends that just put they put more grabbing in the weed and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's nah, it, what? They yeah, trying to kill you. you. They were trying to kill niggas. They were trying to kill niggas. They were, trying to, they were definitely trying to kill niggas. But I, good thing, good good thing I ain't from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So, but as far as like, as far as like when it come down to like women, though, man, hey, I, I feel shot, like my bad. Not to cut you off. Was that a shot? Good thing I'm not from Brooklyn. No, we catch you. Little I'm, I'm crying. Man, I'm crying. I'm crying. No, I mean, at the end of the day, that, I was saying that good thing I ain't from Brooklyn just for the zoo. You said something about they were trying to kill me. I said, good thing I ain't from Brooklyn because that means I right. would have been smoking that shit every, every day. Right, right. I don't know. Where you, where, wait, where you from? You from Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm from Brownsville, baby. You already know. Me, <laughs> okay, okay. Girl. Never yeah, break. Never break. Talk to him. Oh, fact, X is outside. X is outside, though. X yeah. is outside. See, though. you from Brooklyn, too, right? Brooklyn, Crown Heights. Stand and up. Mimi, you're from Harlem? <laughs> no, I'm not from Harlem. I grew up in the Bronx. Oh, shit. Hey, BX in the building, too. Hey. Yeah. I grew Bronx. up in the Bronx. Um, the north side, like, by 238th, Nareed, over on them sides. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where my yeah. kids live at right now. They live over there. On Mimi the got the meme. Mimi got the meme, uh, Pressing girl right now. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Sean, do not do me. Sean, I appreciate you looking for your blood, Queen. Yes, Sean, do me. Yo, Sean is an asshole though, because I'll be listening to y'all pod though. I'll be listening to y'all pod too, so I like the play all day. Woman appreciation month, man. That's right. We definitely gotta appreciate it. Somebody, somebody shine the light on them. You know what I'm saying? Shine the light on them. And you got a pretty smile too, girl. Go ahead, Queen. Shine the light on them. Shine the light on them. Yo, let me tell you something. I had told them that one day. I said, it's gonna be easy working with y'all. We're gonna get everywhere for free. I got two bags working with me. They gonna, I'm just gonna be good because they're gonna be like, nah, oh, nah, y'all good. They're gonna be trying to, nah, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. They personalities dope. Those my, those the homies right there, you heard? All right, so I know where Hello. I got, I know where I gotta go we when I come Sean. back to New York. When I come back to New York, I come see y'all. All right, I, I got this. I got right. this. You know what I mean? I um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, for me, um, I kind of battled two different addictions at one point. Um, 
The most recent one, I would say, it was alcohol, of course. Um, but 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 a few years ago, I'm not gonna lie, I was really really super badly addicted to uh ecstasy. I mean, oh, like, God. I mean, I'm talking about seven eight pills a day sometimes, and Shit. that's just and that's just the start. Get Tylenol, nigga. That's just the start today. Like I remember, I used to go to work sometime, and I'll just fucking, I'll just pop like four of them shits right in the morning as soon as I come into work. Like, bop, be wild, or wired all day long. Get home at night, go to the strip club, and I pop like three, four more of them joints. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was really, really badly addicted to ecstasy. Like, wow. I used to go, I used to go days without sleeping. Like, and talk about, oh my god, like, I, yo. Sex was I, at one point I hated sex because of ecstasy because I, I I couldn't get off like I wouldn't I, I couldn't even bust a nut like Damn. shit was it, it made me hate sex like I'm like yo but I thought was, ecstasy was supposed to like enhance the um sexual uh, it, no it, it, right. it, it does it, it does but it also not make you come either so mm-hmm. so right. so you be up there like huh and I'm like yo nigga can you come like no <laughs> and, and I mean like in my in my brain I'll be like please like yo nigga didn't want to go like but yeah, so um, all jokes aside, though, yes, I, I... <laughs> nah, but that that shit crazy because I I had a couple of uh, homeboys and shit that used to fuck with that shit. Like I remember that ecstasy era. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't take shit. I'm scared. I'm like I just I'm scared to take Tylenol. Know what I mean, like uh, ecstasy, Molly, I mean, all of that shit, bro. I mean, man, I, I was... never I never fuck with none of that shit. But I seen people like I mean, fuck with it, you know. And that's the first thing, what they try to do to get you to do it, that's the first thing they sell you on. Y'all, I'm telling you, boy, you can fuck for mad long. I'm like, nigga, nah. I could just drink a little something, or be regular and just fuck, nigga. The fuck? Nah, that's a fact, though. I ain't trying to fuck for 90 days anyway, nigga. It's only, you know what I mean? The fuck? How many nah. times? <laughs> Not 90 days. Yeah, <laughs> how many times nah. you trying to come? Yo, you should be, and then after a while, you should be sore too. Hold on, wait. This we're not even going there. But anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, I was, I was really, really, addi- you know what though? I'm not even gonna lie. I kind of had an addiction to cocaine too at one point. Oh wow! Like, yeah. I mean, one thing about me is I'm very transparent. I've said it a plenty of times on my platform. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no problem telling my my story, my life. You know what I'm saying? Because this is my my pod, you know, and I wanted I want to be more transparent with my fans than I've ever been, you know, saying if any parts right. of my life. And um, yeah, so everybody knows that about me that I've went through a cocaine phase before, you know, and um I was definitely at one point very addicted to it, you know. Um thank God that I I was able to get out of that shit because that shit is very, very expensive. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like, that shit is very expensive. Like, and the high don't last for that long. You like, got money. Right, I'm about to say you got a couple dollars. I mean, I, I I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm doing all right, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. But um, and then so like I said, more recently now, um, it's alcohol that I've been battling. Um, and it's not a it's not an easy thing for me because um I come from uh, a family that drinks a lot, you know, and I don't want to use that as an excuse, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes when you grow up in certain environments, what you see is some sometimes is what you emulate, you know? And um, <clears throat> growing up and just seeing alcohol being heavily influenced with my family, you know, I just kind of picked it up myself too. And I started drinking at a very young age. My very first time I ever had a drink, of, I was like eight years old and I was drinking Ray and Nephew. Right. 
Oof. Ray and nephew? Ray and nephew straight at That burn your chest. Yeah, put Jeez. hair, yeah, put oh hair on my eyes. <laughs> I ain't even from the West Indies. That's real. Mm-hmm. I want to say this to interject, Chris, and then okay. you can pick up. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I realized and I noticed, addiction can be hereditary. Mm-hmm. Right. It can just be a hereditary thing within your family. And Sometimes you are aware that it's hereditary. Sometimes you're not. And my uncle is a, a, a prime example. He doesn't do anything because he saw addiction in his family and what it did to his family. So sometimes it don't even be you. It be, like you said, what you saw and it, it can be passed down. And when you know things like that, you tend to stay away from drugs because you're like, oh, okay. I know I could get addicted. I could get addicted to a man. I could get addicted to cigarettes. I could get addicted to going to work. You any type of addiction when you That's have addic- a- uh, addiction lifestyle period. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's hereditary. So when you have that in your bloodstream, you could just be addicted to anything, any little thing you could be addicted to. So sometimes it get passed down through your bloodstream, through your DNA. So sometimes those addictions you fight just could be passed down from what you saw, like you just said. So I just wanted to tap in and say that. No, no, no. You, you're 100% accurate on that, too. Um, I think that that was one of the things that um, I was battling, you know, um, just knowing because um, I didn't grow up with my father, you know. I grew up with my uh, stepdad, you know. Carl, Carl can attest to that. Um, <clears throat> and he was always he was always a financial provider. But he wasn't really like that kind of guy, you know what I'm saying, to really like take care of, uh, take you outside, play ball or do anything like that. But Carl could tell you, like, I was like the only guy in the hood that went to Disney World like six times and everything like that growing up, you know, like yeah. I was a, I was a very fortunate kid, you know, growing up. Um, And All then right. as I got older, I wanted to be a part of something that I wasn't, you know, and I started going around my other family and that's what I started seeing the real hood life. And I wanted that life for myself, you know, so that's what made me start turning into gang violence and you know, a whole bunch of other shit, you know, whatever. But Why? It looked ap- appealing? Why did it, you want it, that life? It did. It did. Honestly, it did. Because um, it was not something I was used to. I wasn't, I was, I was, I was, I was a sheltered kid, you know, like, like I said, Carl could tell you, like, I had all the video games growing up. Like, I had everything, you know, I could want, a kid could want. And, um... Once I started seeing like my other family and how like my cousins and I was living everything and their kind of struggle that was like made me want to struggle too. Like shit, I wanna mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> I mean that's though. Yo, right? Even with that, right? Like I'm the poor cousin. I remember like we was like, but it wasn't the my cousins they wanted to come to where I was at. We used to have to go to my grandmother's house. Know what I mean? But we was the cousins from Brownsville. Mm-hmm. Just being from Brownsville, know what I mean, they had a whole different perspective of us. Know what I mean, we probably was a little more advanced than them. Know what I mean, and knew certain things, but they really looked at us like, they from the hood. Mm-hmm. John and them coming, know what I mean, like that. That should just be crazy. Like this is the whole perspective of being from where you from, and you know. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the stigma um, of it all. Right. There you go. There you go. But yeah. she said. <clears throat> yeah, but um, so yeah, so I just want to encourage everybody. Um, also before we get out of this one, um, I just wanted to say that uh, you know, I am now next week. I will be. Oh, time out, time out, Mimi. Where you at, Mimi? I'm right here. 
There she go. What's it? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Wait, it's your go. Yeah, you didn't say. Yeah, I don't have. I don't. I don't have. I've never had any addiction to alcohol. I've never had. Shopping. Addiction to I'm talking about shopping. Alcohol. Anything. Um, I wouldn't consider those addictions. So what would you I consider it? Consider shopping addiction, maybe food, because I was fat, and I'll be going up and down my way. That's the only type of addiction I can say, like eating. But I can't, like, I'm not here to like chastise other people for their addiction. Like, oh, yeah. I can't, relate, I can't relate to that. It's just that's something that I think. Um, I just I saw other people, and it was just like, actually, that's not for me, because I didn't want to. Um, go into what I saw was happening to them. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. you see other people's experiences and you just like, actually, no. But my mom was like, you said you was, you were sheltered. I wasn't mm -hmm. sheltered because my mom allowed me to go out and do different things. Right. But I've noticed the friends that were able to do this thing, like they mother let them smoke weed with them or they cousins used to let them drink mm -hmm. with them. That's the fun cousins. But these are the people that's always getting in trouble. Right. Mm -hmm. These are the always people, people that's always into something. So it was like, I, kind of distanced myself from that. And mm. even as an adult, when I saw my friends that were overindulging in things, there was something else that was going on that caused that. So if you're already angry, you add any kind of um, enhancer to that, mm. it just makes situations worse. So it's like, I try to like separate myself because it's like, I don't need to have liquor, nothing to have a good time. Do I drink occasionally? Absolutely, right? But I see that when people overindulge, the negative impact that it has on them when they're around other people. And people don't mm -hmm. want to be, oh, you bring her? Oh, God, here she come. Out the liquor. You know, or... <laughs> you know, if somebody they drinking and then now they want to fight all the time. So I've seen it and it's just like, actually, nope, no, thank you. So... Yeah, you see, that's why, you know I mean? I make sure I'm on point. Got people like Mimi around me. You know what I mean? Got to make sure I'm all right. Yeah. But she was like, listen, man, Sean, never again. Yeah, but you, yeah, it's just, it, 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 it all depends on where you are in your life. At this stage, I haven't had, thank God, I haven't had those addictions, but we don't know what can happen. And I, I would just continue to pray against those things because yes. things can happen in your life where you get to a low, a low moment where you just like, let me just try a little bit. Oh, somebody could convince you. And I've never been that person to be easily influenced by what somebody else is doing. Because I know the effects that it has, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'll just pray against it and that whatever addiction people, you know, have gone through, especially like how you say you 150 days of this and this and that, that takes a lot of discipline. Mm -hmm. That starts in the mind. And that also means that you are strong enough to um, abstain when you're around other people that do it. Mm -hmm. So that has to be a personal Use that degree. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, you got to do either, if you're able to do that for so long, because if you're a person that smokes weed, you smoke it socially, you smoke it by yourself. Then if you smoke already, you're going to get around other people. And it's like, pass it, pass it, pass it. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I'll be scared of a lot of different things. So I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. But you, it, it's something that you have to say within your mind. Like, actually, no, I'm done. So yeah. once you realize that you're done and you see there's other people that you love and they still into it, you got to separate yourself for your own well-being. So shout mm -hmm. out to anybody that has um, overcome addiction mm -hmm. and have made those changes inside and within their own circle to um, 
to uh continue to continue to work on the path that's for them to go forth in their own journey mm-hmm. of cool. sobriety or whatever it is yeah. that they you know, and also just to piggyback off of what you were just saying too, like not only sometimes that is hard, you know, saying for you to fight that addiction, but sometimes you can't fight the addiction by yourself, you know? That's why I also encourage people that if you can't, if you feel like you need some help, get the help that you may need because I myself, I, not only do I see therapy and counseling behind it, you know what I'm saying? I, I, have, I, have, I take uh, counseling every week. I also have a therapist on the side too that I talk to. That's Good. like, you know, because... um. The position I was last year at this very timing and the, to see where I'm at now is just like a whole entire different person. Like I can honestly admit that myself. Like I was, I was a real bad, I was a real bad drunk last year. Like, and then, you know, mm-hmm. it took for me to, to wreck my car that I just, I just got and I only had for about six months. And then I completely wrecked my car, you know, thank God that I didn't hurt myself or anybody yes. else, you know, yeah. um, you know, and, I had to do some jail time behind everything, you know, so I did that, you know, and I came out and I just had it in my mind that, you know, this is not what I want to do anymore, you know, and I've seen people who who's on probation who cheated all the time, you know, they, they know when to go, all right, I took my UA today, I'm going to go ahead and drink tomorrow, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm good for the next couple yeah. of days, and, but for me, like, I, wa- I wanted to take it serious, you know, and then, as I'm doing it for the first week, second week, third week, and then now the, um, the months now are starting to add up, it's like I feel better myself, like my body, you know? So I just want to just, like I said, and um, it wasn't easy for me to get to this point by myself. That's why I had to take therapy, you know, and um, and sitting in classes with people who are battling the same addiction as me or sometimes even worse, and then hearing their stories and hearing what they're going through, it makes it even more powerful for me to be able to say, you know, I'm glad that... I'm here with these people and then I can I can hear their stories and you know I share my story and then we just go on from there, you know. So I just want to also just say, like, if you're out there battling any kind of addiction, you know, if you need help, get it. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Like, cause a closed mouth don't get get fed. That's what they say, right? And if you really want, if you really want help and you're not saying nothing, you're not gonna get it from anybody. You we need you can't read your fucking mind, you know. So yeah, so I just wanted to close out with that right there. Um, a couple more things I wanted to touch real quick. I know we're running low on time, real quick, but um, so uh, we can skip over a couple of these things, you know. Um, we can get back into music real quick and uh, talk about Usher. He just teased that he's gonna be coming out with a new project soon. Um, what is the state of R and B to you guys? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Um, and do you think that Usher is the answer for R and B? I'm gonna let Mimi answer that. I'm gonna yeah, let one of the ladies go first. Uh, I'm gonna let um, this lady answer. I think congratulations to Usher for releasing new music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that R and B, especially during around the time of the pandemic when they the verses first started, mm-hmm. this is when all of the 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 '90s music started to come back. Not that it went anywhere. But the love for it now transcends just the 90s. Now the younger generation is onto it. We have the TikToks that bring a lot of these songs back to life. And some um, of we think of the music now and R&B is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. So now it's like we bring back the real singers, the real entertainers, because there are a lot of people who are great entertainers, but they're not great singers. So mm-hmm. it's like, what is what is it that you're looking for? I guess it's, it's based on what you, your ear has a love for. 
but um usher being the answer uh, usher is is a legend um uh in r&b um the answer i don't think is he's the zero god no higher to it um but r&b is definitely making a comeback mm -hmm. with the scissors and stuff and i feel like a lot of the things that they consider pop is based off the genre of r&b a lot of these pop yeah. artists are like dipping into the yeah. r&b source to get their um their um their um ideas or they're mm -hmm. bumping their ideas off of R&B sound. So um, R&B never really left because it's like what's played on the radio. Right. You know, like, like right now, it's like you said earlier, the drilling music is something that's taking over everything. And hopefully with this record, because he did a song with like the City Girls. So he pops in here and there. Yeah. But look, I don't right? know if this is going to be like a Confessions album. But you know, you know what I said? I feel like it's disrespectful to my man Chris Brown. Yeah, like they're like putting these hits out, but Rope and Tuscan <laughs> and all of these joints. And, like, and Chris Brown got some joints out right now, man. Like, yeah. But the thing is, Chris here with Chris Brown, people are gonna go with it celebrated. So people in America, they're gonna listen to Chris Brown. But a lot of these artists that we may not see or hear their songs, they get in play in Germany. They, the world is so much bigger than America. Mm -hmm. So even right. if we're not listening to it, they listening to it in Japan, Australia. So they're making their money regardless if we listen to it or not. You know what I mean? That's a fact. No, yeah, world tours are a big thing. You know, so mm -hmm. and, and you know, um, T, how do you feel though about R and B? The state of R and B. Do you feel like he's the answer to R and B, or, or do you feel like R and B is good right now anyway? I <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. No, I really just feel like Usher Tom has passed. Like Mimi said, he is a legend. That's good. But it's time for some new people to pave the way. And he will always be a staple. Like we're going to always listen to the Aretha Franklins, the Gladys Knights. We're going to always listen to that music. But it's time for some new talent like Division to come in mm -hmm. and make a big move and staple and bring R&B back to where it's pleasing versus sexual. Cause that's, that was the heart of R&B being pleasing versus being sexual right now. It's just open it up and bust it down before it used to be like rub her down and love her up. So mm -hmm. I'm, like she said, congratulations to Usher for continuing to make music, but he is actually not the answer he had a good long stretch. He's still having longevity. However, it's time for up and coming talent like SZA, you know, to they lit though. Step into and that's why she's making her statement. There's new talent that is here. You get what I'm saying? Seven. I could continue to name some really good singers mm. that are R&B singers that are making strides to get R&B back where it needs to be, but. Usher, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I think even like I'm tired. Look, I'm tired, Usher. Not, yeah, but even like artists like Tank, there are so many male R&B artists that have like the, they got everything. They can play instruments. They are writers. A lot of these people that we don't know about, they're behind the scenes writing a lot of the hits that we love mm -hmm. to this day. And just because 
Usher is a legend. Like T and I both agreed he's a legend. I don't think that because you're a legend, you necessarily need to sit down because it's space for all of us. But I think it's also like there's a certain level of arrogance in people who feel like, well, I've been here and I I am entitlement. Here. You know, that's mm -hmm. what that's what causes um the friction within the genre itself. And people like just like respect that there's new people here and support them as well because mm -hmm. they're inspired by you. They look exactly. up to you to some degree. So you don't want to use your legendary status to um diminish or erode somebody else's um talent because you feel like I'm it. So you about to come up with something, well, I'm Usher, and that's it. And sometimes um the cockiness sometimes gets humbled when the record sales don't do what it did. Ooh. In the my way era, right? Unless you being spicy, I like. But that goes back to what you actually said, though, Mimi. Mm -hmm. Not just America is gonna listen to Usher because yeah. Usher is Usher. So right. if his record sales don't do good in the USA, they will do good in Japan, and Germany, and UK. Right. So I don't think that it's about the actual number of sales. It's just yeah. that. I hate to say this because I don't want it to sound the wrong way. It's not that his time has passed. He's just mm -hmm. a, a, a time in past, but he's still a relevant yeah. person in the present. But oh, it's just like, you're not gonna, he can do numbers because he, he has numbers. the fan base. So I don't think that he will be humbled by record sales because all over the world, they're gonna nice and yeah. slow usher. He's just cause yeah, usher. But but not make, just room. make room. You know what I thought though, but who's to say when he dropped the track list that we, he don't have features from everybody we talking about? But well, that too, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily saying that he, oh, he's not gonna do no, because he's, it's, it's evident his numbers are not gonna be the same as the my way, the confession, all of them times. But again, like with his legendary status, that afforded him the opportunity to have, um, uh, I don't know what they call it when they in Vegas and they. Get um oh the uh what is it the the what is a residency he yeah, got a residency, residency yeah, yeah, in residency, Vegas yeah so that means he he's gonna get the numbers pounds. because people are gonna sell out you know what mm -hmm. I mean but um he he's gonna have to go to Germany and them other places but I like what Sean said and I love that because see that's not him the question Chris um asked about bringing R and B back what he's doing when he have those people who we named on the album as features he's making room but yeah. he's he's taking he's taking his legendary status and if he he means by I bringing r&b back and having these features amazing features and making room then you're making a staple and bringing r&b back and you're introducing some new young and up-and-coming legends that's amazing that's what, if you could do that and Drake do. that's what jay-z and drake do all the time so yeah, if he's no, talking about sure. that if he's talking about that, Chris, in that way, like Sean said, with these mm -hmm. people, then he's going to bring R&B back because he's going to introduce. If he has a song with Division, it's going to be like, oh, wow. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. SZA, oh, yes, let's do this. Seven, you know, give some of these young girls a chance. Yeah, for sure. Spook, how then you he bring it R&B. Like, I wasn't really, I'm not really looking for us no R&B music right now, but <laughs> definitely ain't looking for no Usher. But I, I feel like, honestly, like if he definitely introduced, if he introduced some new talent, he can actually make it work, though. That's the only way that that'll be the only way that he can it can work. 
if he actually introduced exactly. some new talent. Like, mm. yeah, I mean, um, you know, because I'm I'm getting ready to go see Masego on Monday, you know, so I'm definitely excited about that. Who's a new act, uh, kind of a newer act in um R and B, you know, so I'm definitely excited for that. And I would I would like to hear like a Masego and Usher track together, you know. So I actually agree with you guys, everything you just said about, it, especially with him introducing and allowing these younger talents to be on his platform, you know, because regardless of what we're all looking for it or not, you know, Usher is always going to be Usher. He's always going to have this mega grand stage, you know, so he's always going to be afforded the opportunities to tour in Japan and tour overseas, you know, and, and make all of the, and see all of these places that a lot of these younger acts, they're not going to see right now, or they possibly may never see. But if you got music with Usher and he goes, he goes, you go on tour with him, you know, for opening act or something like that. Then now you're, you're allowing the younger generation. It's like passing the baton, you know? So I definitely can. Uh, their fan, their fan base now increases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, exactly. It's, it's like, it's like he saying, get their fans and they get his fans. He get the. Yeah, for sure. It's a cosign. Being on an Usher tour is just like them saying, like, Grammy nominated something, you know? Cosign. Exactly. It's a cosign. Perfect. Thank you. Exactly what I was looking for, you know? So um, that's exactly with, uh, what, what Usher should do. I, I'm um, And I'm kind of like you guys, too. I'm not really looking for new Usher music, but if it's good music, I'm, I'm, if I enjoy it, I enjoy it. You know, if I don't, I don't. But I'm not really like, yo, Usher's going to be that nigga right now. He about to have a whole summer of 2023 on lock, yo. It's a hot nigga no. summer. Unless, unless, he come out with that unless he come out with that product. He come out with that product. Y'all saying? Y'all going to be like, oh, this is my shit. You going to be right in the car on the snap. But listen. Y'all saying? Example, Mary J. Blige, mm -hmm. Timeless. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Good Morning Gorgeous, her latest album, just because we don't hear about it, don't numbers. And if you go and listen because you are a, a core base fan, exactly. you know the songs, you know. I look up in the morning and tell myself, you get what I'm saying? Like, so you just, he has those core base fans. Mm -hmm. But Mary, she did something. I think she had Fabulous on a new album. Yeah. It was, you know, you yeah. have to introduce, pass the baton, co-sign the new talent. That's the only way to keep it alive, well, and growing for the mm -hmm. generations to come. It's she, okay. She put Fabi, she, she put Fabi on it too. Yeah, yeah, that's another two. Yeah. Honestly, though, Mary was in my top five RB albums from last year, too. When uh, we did we did our wrap-up episode of 2022, and Mary was in my top five RB albums from last year. Actually, her and um, you know, who's some another person who's kind of a newer act, Kalani. Uh her album that, that came out last year was super fire, like and super you did. You radar. Too. Yeah, you so, you know, so and I um, said I was gonna go listen, Chris, and I didn't. Yes, yeah, it's a really good album, you know. But all right, guys. Um, a couple more things. Um since we were talking about therapy and everything like that, Ja Moran. Um, have you, has anybody uh hit yeah. to the news that's going on with Ja? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want the guys to go first on yeah. this one right here. Uh so <laughs> spook, spook, we'll start with you, Spook. Um, yeah, I, I want to be a gangster. Man. I want to be a gangster, and it's like it's, it's not the time nor the 
Like he don't need that. Like he 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 he's a great ball player. A great ball player. I think he's like for the new talent right now in the NBA. I feel like he's actually doing well. And I think that he just keep getting sidetracked and want to be have one foot in the streets and one foot out. Um, I feel like a lot of men go through that. I feel like a lot of the times and honestly I feel like John Morant definitely like Hopefully he does do well with the therapy. Right. I just sent Chris some stuff, so that's why we had a little moment, but we were listening. So he's going to share it so you guys can see, because like you said, Spook, yeah. he wants to be a thug, and you hit it right on the nose. But yeah, check this right. out. Hold on one second. Let me pull check it up. Check this out. <laughs> but this is um, this is actually very funny, too, because... um. I had noticed it earlier too. Like a lot of people were even making jokes about this this stuff. Here we go. All right. Sorry. Pull this up. Oh man. No, I don't want it to be that big. Ah. All right, there we go. Share screen. So these are the couple of things that has been coming out about John Morant recently. As you guys can see, it says fans and found uh, old John Morant's uh pics on from IG and everything. Let me move this real quick over so you guys can see better. Um, let me see if I can go to the next one. Okay. We got that one. Then we have this one right here. It's a picture of John. Can y'all all see this? <laughs> yeah, I, I just see that. I just see all them Jones. <laughs> Damn it. I just see all them Jones, man. Like he like, he high AS. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, man. Do y'all be seeing his pops though? His pops is like you can tell his pops from the hood, but my thing is I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say I'm a quote of what May said verbatim, There's but like hate being sober. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but he quoting all the rappers. All of those is quotes from rappers like Chief Keith. Mm -hmm. I hate being mm -hmm. sober. Mm -hmm. A lot yeah. of his games is quotes from like NBA Young Boy. But that's mm -hmm. his age, you know. That's his. That's his. I mean, Ew, I just want to f your best friend. He's about for one night only. <laughs> what? He's a boy. Twenty-four. Look, like, what think... year is these? Look how young he is right there. What year is he? Like, he's young. Yeah, it's it don't say the years. They let me see it. Don't. Oh no! Don't say the years. They, they got it cut off to where they not showing that. Yeah, it says bad um, girls ain't no ain't no good, and the good girls ain't no fun. Look, <laughs> he <laughs> was great. He Definitely was great. Like all of those. Everything is a quote. He was freaking 12, 13 years old. Like and I go uh, back to what Spurs said. That was March 6, twenty thirteen. That was. Exactly. That was, that 10, was ten years, years ago. Exactly. He was thirteen. He, 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 right, twenty thirteen. He probably was thirteen. He wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> right, listening to Chief Keith and whoever else was out at that time. Who was out? Who was the young? Oh, oh that drill was out. You see, every picture like. Oh, and that actually goes back. You know what I'm saying? And that actually goes back to what Chris said, you know, that life looks appealing. It looks mm -hmm. pleasing. And he wanted a taste. And now look at him. 
Look, bro, I ain't gonna say I'm a quote uh mate uh verbatimly, but when you said he was like uh he said he gotta go, he trying to go from the NBA back to the hood. <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. man. Oh, for real though, like yeah, like your goal is to go from the uh-huh. right back to the from 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 the lime life to what what people trying to get out of you trying to go to, but yeah. but he never it's, came it, from that. He never came from I, the hood. That's why I'm saying that. John John Morant John Morant is the real life Clarence from Eight Mile. He went to right. private school and all that shit. Like <laughs> yeah, but that don't even mean nothing because you could be from that's, the hood and go to private school. I know people yeah, that it's a different projects. No, it's that's a, true. It's a, yes. I mean, I mean that went to private schools and sorry, Mimi, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying there's a big difference between a street nigga and a hood nigga. Somebody mm-hmm. in the streets is somebody that's outside, really outside. But you, like you said, you could go go to private school and be in the hood. So he could be from the hood. But in this case, it's a lack of mature maturity. Like exactly. he's losing out on money, like almost $40 million. Yeah. Because of you know, a lack of maturity. So yeah, he's lost a lot of it's endorsements already. So the, the the it's an eye-opening experience for all the new um NBA players that probably feel like they're untouchable. And that's the thing. Sometimes people get in this space where they feel like I'm getting all this money and you just do foolish things, but not that's realizing what I was gonna say. Yeah, the impact that it'll have on your career and yeah, how I wouldn't say lack of maturity i would say him thinking that he has this authority to where he can do what he want because he's above the law because he's a big yeah. time bastard that's what i would call it but look now, too. reality is, hit but look though yeah, too, but i right? still still too. think you that is a lack of maturity too. because if you're a person that you you're going to be grown enough and old enough to know that this is not the setting for that he's 23 so it's maturity 24. to know like that's what I'm saying. The Whoa. lack of it. He doesn't. He hasn't uh, uh, gotten to that point where he realized, oh, this is not it. He's still not even thinking about where he is. This is something where everybody can see it's on display. You are mm-hmm. a public figure. Nah, but look, mm-hmm. right? You got to even a retired player, Sean Kemp. He just got put up for a drive-by shooting and all that. He a retired player that had money, but... What people don't know is Sean Kemp always been wild. He was one of them dudes sniff cocaine, go crazy, but he had dunk on you. Hey, not he too much in the cocaine, all right? <laughs> you know, not like that. You know what I mean? Uh, cocaine has to jump. Oh, I think he jumped from at halftime and jump from half court. Yeah, I but, know. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm not big on basketball, so y'all can tell me if I'm wrong or right. But the NBA from the past to the present is different. Like you said, with Sean Kemp, he was young. He was getting a lot of money. And he they thought he was doing more drugs back then. And nah, he that's thought he fact. was above yeah. the law. And it wasn't that it was his age. It was like, I can do this because I'm talented and I'm going to have lawyers. Mm-hmm. So now that y'all just tell me if I'm wrong or right, because um, you guys probably know the NBA more than me. So right. now it's like these young NBA stars, they hear the stories, the, the behind the scenes that we don't hear, like the story that you just told about Sean Kemp. I wouldn't know because 
I'm not interested. So now we got Ja coming and he's young and he's getting endorsements and he's making the money. So he's thinking, shit, if they did it, I can do it. But the NBA is changing. Look though, right now, it's not strict now, right? Still doing it. You know what it is too? Um, Go ahead, Sean. Now I'm about to say like Sean Kemp, you know, she said they did it like Sean Kemp incident happened like a week after job and rent. Yeah, no, not his recent um, yeah. incident. I'm talking about like what you just told the story of like oh, how yeah. he used to be in the NBA was more lenient yeah. and the lawyers were there and they got you know, away with a lot of that, things swept that, under the rug. It wasn't as many cameras around either. That's a fact. And now, well, now they're, they're more they're, the the drug the drug enforced uh rules and regulations are more enforced nowadays than they were back right. then. Because yeah, That's it's more strict now. Yeah, it's more strict right. now because now they get like like you can see Donovan Mitchell dropped seventy one points and right after the game they drug tested him like they right, drug tested him yeah what you want but, boy but like, they not drug tested him for cocaine they drug tested him for steroids or yeah yeah but I'm just saying they not, but, but not drug testing them that's two different type of yeah things. But he, even though they may even though they they may they they pissing them for steroids and shit like that if he doing other shit it's gonna come out hot it's too. gonna pop up definitely yeah they yeah so I mean. Trust me, I know. So, I, mm. so Ja, here's these stories of how it used to be, how lenient they were. Now he coming up trying to do the same thing, and the NBA is more strict. That, and I think, I think it comes from you know maybe this background too. You see how his pops move. His yeah. pops move like right now. Man, his pops in the front. Boom, boom, boom. Like you know, Spook, what you think? Mm-hmm. Spook, what you think? She said. I think I honestly think that. It's crazy because I commend like the like the old pioneers of, of NBA too, man. Because honestly, I feel like they they could have been a victim of these situations as well, like putting up guns, putting up, you know, saying putting out little flickies and shit, and getting caught up. <laughs> they could have been doing they could have been doing that too, but like a lot of stuff. Like I feel like they they stood on business, so I feel like like the new NBA. I feel like it's. It's crazy. Jordan had a, a interview read about well, old interview. He said something about like a lot of people is getting paid off of what they could be versus what they've done. So right. like, he can brag faster. Like it's fucking like I right. like people just saying like, I right, bet he can. I know he's definitely gonna be able to do this. So analytics. Not even want to work hard, right? Analytics. You don't want to work hard enough. Word. So I definitely feel like. This shit is this weird old shit, man. This new NBA shit is crazy. I commend a lot of the, a lot of the new NBA stars as well too, like from the LeBron, even to the even from before like Kobe, because Kobe could have chose a different mm-hmm. route. Like, you know, all, I feel like all people of color, man, we all could have chose a different route, man. And I feel like like they a lot of people flourish, and they definitely flourish. So, word. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. Um, just just to piggyback off of what these two guys was also saying too. Um, a lot of the older generation, they even though they were out here wilding and doing shit like that too. Um, one of the things that we we've said a number of times on this episode is that um, the the the, the 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 availability when it comes to social media media and then the eyes that are available to people and trying to be a part of certain trends and everything you know you of course you had the money phone trend then you had the whole uh not they think it's cool to be be, be seen with a gun in a video and you know it's really sad though because 
something that Mimi was saying, I think she said what about a lot of these kids are they they come from they don't they 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 may be in the um hood, but they're not from the streets. You know, right. and and that's kind of what 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 it is too. Like you may live in the hood, but you're not really from the streets, you know. And and you know it's unfortunate that a lot of these kids want to be a part of it because um you know like I said I was at I was I was like that when I was younger too you know but then once I right. just started happening to me where I really had to really be in the streets anyway you know then it's like all right damn I, this is the life I asked for and like do it did yeah. I really want it you know you know it puts you in the, it kind of jams you up and it puts you in this situation that where it's not really. You know, a lot of these kids are fighting to get out of the hood and get out of poverty and get out of. His, and then you got a person like Ja, like like she also said, uh, he's he's losing he's losing a lot of money, he's losing a lot of endorsements. People don't want to be behind this guy because they don't want this image to reflect upon their brand. You know, and you got to always remember, like if you want to have a brand, you got to what your what you want your brand to represent, what you want your yeah. brand to look like. You know, like so, um. I'm glad that he just checked himself into a counseling over there in Florida. Um, what he really needs is an OG to really pull him to the side and tell him, like, yeah, right. listen, right. young boy, like, you got a lot of opportunities out there, you know? One thing I don't like, though, with that is um, because it's like a conversation all the time now, mm-hmm. which I think everybody do need counseling and all of that, but everybody run to the mental health thing now. Oh shit! Uh, man, like, oh, that yeah. shit annoying the shit out of me. Like, bro, I just made a post like, about that thing. shit the other day. Like, that's the thing now. Like, yo, I do some bullshit. Yo, mental health now. They they learn they they learn these letters. I got A B C D. I got uh uh. <laughs> I got I got. No, I mean, like, bro, like, you just did some bullshit. Own up to it. You be alright. Come back. You young. Mm-hmm. Is a kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh. like, that should be crazy. No, and then it might come out better when you have your account. Listen, back in it, that was another thing with back in the days with the athletes. When they got caught doing that? something, they took accountability, they apologized, and then, you know, people made their jokes. After a year or two, it went away. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, look at Kobe. Look at everybody. Even with Jordan, with the gambling. Jordan with the gambling. Kobe with the rape thing. Um, Know what I mean? LeBron the only one. That's why I give LeBron. Outside of basketball, LeBron. He keep his nose clean. As he should, because he got a strong foundation. Yeah. And the only thing he had was, like, with his moms. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. But God knew what he did when he didn't put me in the NBA. I'd have had so much cocaine and, and pussy. Oh, oh man. I probably would have been more like Iverson. I probably would have had pounds, pounds in the trunk. Nigga, uh, bro, 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 listen, I'd have, I'd have been a Tony, Tony Montana with dreads, nigga. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, yeah. boy. I'm scared of I'm scared of that snow, baby. I don't play with that snow. Co- cocaine's a hell of a drug, nigga. <laughs> no, but it's funny that you said that about mental health, too, because I just made a post about that a couple of days ago. This is what I said. I said, if every nigga in the world is battling mental health, then who is really sane in this world? A lot of these niggas want to use mental health bullshit to get off being stupid and corny, and this is just facts. Y'all niggas don't need a pie. Y'all niggas need therapy. Mm. And that's just, that's just the truth, like, 
But we like, was raised on too. We was raised on that therapy was cool. But we was raised on the word therapy meant you was crazy. Yeah. If you heard somebody was going to therapy, that mean they was in the G building, as mm-hmm. we call it. I mean, motherfucking the G building therapy. No, yeah, but I mean, if you battling so much therapy. mental health, then go get some therapy, my nigga. Don't like that's what you really need. Like these motherfuckers don't want to use that. They just want to. Oh, I'm battling mental health. And, no. That's one of the purposes of therapy is to help you work through whatever it is. And mm-hmm. within our own society and our community, we, we've touched on this before and now this podcast, like people being afraid subscribe. to speak to other people. She said subscribe. Um, <laughs> no, right. sure, like and share. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> no, but it's true. We, we touched on this. And I think um, if we would have... in it, um introduced therapy as a way to um to flush out our feelings then people would be diagnosed properly mm-hmm. you there are people do suffer from mental health and there are some people that's like oh this is the wave i'm gonna ride the mental health wave but yeah. based on some things like repeated behaviors and things like that that is a mental illness that you right. need to go not just seek seek therapy but sp- speak to a doctor let them go through that book and diagnose whatever it is you got going on so that we can understand how to address it and what are the coping mechanisms or techniques that you could use to... Oh, my God. Here he go. One thing about Sean, he gonna Sean. <laughs> but, you know, just use therapy to, like, help you. Because a lot of people, like you said earlier, you go to therapy, and it's helping you go through what you gotta go through. And... Uh, we need more um, men and women who have gone through that process to mm-hmm. talk about it and what it has done for them so that it can encourage other people to seek that. These people that's doing foolishness, like you said, is like a half-half. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is just saying mental health just to say it because there's right. some people that really got issues. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But just like, let's t- let's speak on it so people can seek it. Seek that. Yeah. No, for sure. Right. No, hell yeah. You know, you... you- you pardon right now, Queen. You dead ass, like, cause. Yeah, I mean, she thought I was just hitting the ad lib. You yeah, know what I mean. Know what I mean? <laughs> but it's true though. It's true though. Like, uh, if 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 people, if you are, if you do need some help with therapy, you know what I'm saying? Then go 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 seek it. Like, don't just fucking continue. They they the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing with expecting different results. <clears throat> Make a different choice, you know what I'm saying? Move a different way. Yeah, preaching tonight. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, (laughs) I I, I could drop a little wisdom sometime. I don't always be high. (laughs) All right, um, guys. Um, listen, so we have an insider right here from Cam. Um, killer season two is coming out, right? What's going on, Queen? Uh, you can tell us anything about the uh the scenes. Um, I'm not on Killer Season 2. I don't know much about that project because when I worked with Cameron, I worked on Purple Haze 2 and I was on a program too. So in terms of like what he's doing um, in the film world, I don't know too much about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'll have to see Don't be lying to us now. You know what I mean? No, I'll have to see it when y'all see it. I don't know. I'll see oh. it when y'all see it. I'm not that much of an inside out. did the music part. Did, now, did, did anybody, did anybody enjoy Killer Season, though, the movie? That's my joint. I think his son is actually in this one. Or, or was that something else? Mm. That's going to be Is his son supposed to be in this new one? 
I think his son may be in his new one or something. I saw that he advertised. Like he posted a clip of something where his son was portraying him. So I don't know if this is for Killer Season 2 or a different project. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, are you excited for this one, though? I mean, I, I yeah. can't remember. I have to watch Killer Season 1 over in order for me to really get the feel back for it. it, it, it I don't like, even got to watch it again. Like, Killer Season, that's that's the joint, man. I ain't going to fight. See, I said B because I'm talking about it. I don't even say B like that. Nah, I mean, yeah. you wildin' B. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real though, that's like a that's a classic joint. Like, I ain't gonna front. Killer season is like a a money and violence before we even thought about money and violence. Mm. No, I mean, like they took their own camp. That was like a one of the first independent movies. Like, <clears throat> I mean, that I'm about it. It's a few of them that like I be watching like the independent movies. Mm -hmm. Like Master ah. People was one of the first ones to do it. I'm about it. But Killer Season is like that's a, a cult classic. Like, yeah, he could bring that out, and everybody gonna go see it. He could bring it out. He could go on tour to each movie theater, whatever small movie theater, and everybody gonna come out and see it. That's a fact. You know what, Carl? You remember what our movie was growing up? Our little hood classic. Nah, not Paper Soldiers. Baller blocking. Oh, Cash Money. Yeah, yo, when Cash we was money, younger, we used to watch that movie all the yo, time. Son. That was fire though. And when you look at it now, I think I think it's mad corny. Like I think when you look at it now, like this, like the fucking um, like the acting, you can tell like nah, the acting was bad. <laughs> right. We were so like amused to that shit. Like, yo, definitely. Even right. with the shot, when you see them get shot. You see the, you can tell they got the bags on. You see the bullet flying. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, this shit fire. fire. But it's just like the, it's just like a web series or a Tubi movie. Yeah. What's the difference? You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So that, that's what a lot of inspired from. If you really look at it, a lot of independent movies. Yeah, that's good though. I mean, I, I, I enjoy hood movies. You know, we need we need them shit. So only hood the one I think that was the worst hood movie of all time was Belly Two. I would never watch that bullshit ever again. Yo. Someone need Yo. To, someone need to go smack the shit out of game for not chill because game kind of gangster too. Like let me chill. That wasn't game. <laughs> that was game. That was the writers. Yeah, that was old boy too. What's his name? Jimmy the Jimmy the Jimmy dude. I don't remember. Or the henchman dude, Jimmy henchman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but nah, mm. but yeah, so I, I, we'll see what happens with Killer Season 2. I thought we would, could get a little insider, you know, because we got the cam associate over here, you know, but she, <laughs> she fighting on us. She just telling us to go subscribe and make sure you Killer, go watch it. Killer told her, yo, don't say nothing, <laughs> Yeah, well, he told her, right? <laughs> me, Mimi, you ain't say got no, a lot of me, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got a lot of me. Just tell me the truth. Like, they, they look at you like, yo, you don't know nothing, you heard? I'm telling you, I don't know anything. I, I, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know anything. Oh my god. That's the answer. She's sticking to it. That's yeah, that's the it final is. answer. That's the final answer, Alex. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. I don't know anything. All right. Um, is there anything you guys want to get into before we get out of here? Because I know um I said we was gonna have a little time. Um, because we normally go a little longer, but I know I said I'll be polite because you guys are on the east side and it's getting kind of late. Is there anything else that you guys want to touch on before we get out of here, though? Anything at all? 
Well, we got a new, the new episode just came out. Uh, okay, maybe. yes. We talk about mental health and all that. Mimi news and all that. Go on, let them know, little body team, what we got going on. <laughs> we did just drop episode five. Mm-hmm. We were right. just talking about friendship. So y'all can go check that out on YouTube and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, uh, Spotify podcast is something new that's out. We on that platform as well. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a good topic. Yes, shout out to Mimi. She has something cool. Uh, now this news where she talks about current event news that's going on in the real news. <laughs> Not only on social media, so yes, right. it is a good episode. Yeah, definitely go check it out. All right, yeah, they, 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 they being modest. I'm gonna talk for them. They got stuff coming up too. What's the new uh, movie y'all got coming out? Traffic Lane. Y'all both in it, right? Uh, yeah, it's Traffic Lane. It hasn't been released yet, but um, we work with Jermaine Smith on Traffic Lane together. Um. Yeah, there's a uh and little body team about to be in the web series and um Sean about to be in the web series. They got some yes, yeah, Mimi has another movie. Don't you have another movie coming out with Jermaine as well? Yes, I do. Um it's called um hold on. Words cannot explain that I was trying to figure out the name. So good. It's called Words Cannot Explain. It's a four-part um I would guess you could say it's like a four-part series, but it's about four siblings and the care of their mom. Mm. Um, and the she was acting, acting on that too. <laughs> the, trauma, the, the trauma behind um, siblings and um, family dynamics. When you think about the older sibling, younger sibling, money issues, you know, yeah. plotting and scheming um, and those type of things. Okay. We all working, Chris. We acting. Sean is a comedian. Hopefully, he'll start to do his stand up. You stay. Ain't no hopefully. Yeah. So we just all working out here. You know, getting to the hustle one way or another. Thanks for having us. Amazing. Appreciate appreciate the platform. Of course, of course, man. I'm 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 really excited that you guys were having that you guys was able to come on tonight. You know, um. And um, you guys want to plug your socials, your Twitters, uh, anything else? Your IGs, what you got? Okay. Yeah. Little body T underscore on IG. You type it, you type it on Google, you'll see it. Yeah. Oh, she said Google me, bitch. Yeah, she said Google me. You heard her say Google me. If you follow the Now This podcast, you'll see our um names in the description because my Instagram name is real long. Amy Michelle underscore. <laughs> it's right there on the screen. It's right there on the screen. Right. Like, yeah, no, but it's not going to be on the, the screen when it falls. No, it oh, does not. Uh, no, it does. Yeah, uh, not. I thought it, it does. does. I, I, I drop video oh, okay. on Spotify. Oh, okay, okay. So it'll be there. Yeah, but if you go to the Now This podcast, you'll find um, both of, all three of our pages up there. Okay. <laughs> You know yes. what, Sean? I will not see you next week. <laughs> she gonna fuck you up, Sean. See you. Girl, you gonna find me on Instagram at Go Boy Promo. G O E B O Y underscore promo P O R M O. Know what I mean? Or you can find me on Facebook at Sean Mitchell. Know what I mean? I'll be having reels and videos and all that stuff up there. I'm going to get more into it for everybody that keep asking me. Now I got two female co-hosts. Now I mean, I could think of other skits to do. 
<laughs> now, so I got more stuff, more content coming. So anything gonna work out. Uh, all right, all right, all right, bet. All right, guys. So yeah, like I said, Spook, uh, plug your joints real quick and then we get out of here. It's Spook underscore underscore. It's on Instagram. I do music and all that. I got you on Apple Music, everything and all that. Spotify, SoundCloud and all that. But um, word, man. Money Spook underscore underscore on IG. Definitely go check I knew it out. you was a rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yo, yeah, I mean, hey, tight, came on, me, Yeah, yeah. I know your beat, you nigga. The economical, the domical, the bitter, the You know what? You gotta tap in. You gotta tap, tap in. Nah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely played a couple of his joints on this pod, yo. And um, no, we gonna definitely get more into his music too as we go along on his journey. But yeah, um, guys, like I said, thank you for joining us today. Um, it's been my pleasure to have you guys here. You know, it's your boy Chief Chris, and we signing out of the CPE podcast. You know, peace and blessings, everyone. Good night. Later. Peace.